0: Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on?
1: Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free
0: and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host today, Jessica Harrington. Today we're joined by Jeff Lindberg. Hello.
1: Hey, Jessica. It's nice to finally get to know you live. You're not just one of the voices. I can actually see you.
0: Yes, it's wonderful. And I love that we can see each other too. And normally it would have been nice to do an in-person podcast, but we're doing it safely. Well, Jeff is a creator from Orlando, Florida and best known for his craft cocktail live shows on social media, jefflinbergcreates.com, an online platform, and is leading the way to show that hashtag dudes craft
1: too. That's right.
0: Yes. So I need to introduce our fans a little bit. So your crafting story very much needs to be explained by way of a brief history of Jeff Lindbergh. So I wanted to share with our fans a quick synopsis of your journey, if that's okay. Great. All right. So in 94, Jeff pursued his dream of working for the Walt Disney Company. And now 25 years later, he is the proprietor of the Disney special event activities and VIP tours, those being for dignitaries, celebrities, corporate executives, and more. Jeff set his sights to professional craft and card making in 2017. And earlier this year, taking advantage of the unfortunate downturn in the tourism industry, he started Jeff Lindbergh Creates, an all encompassing online creative platform. Today, Jeff is quite busy in the craft industry with various partnerships and features, including online card classes, working with Concord and Ninth, Picket. Simon Hurley Creates, Pinkfresh Studio, and The Stamping Village, just to name a few. Jeff shares a life with his partner Dan, an elementary music teacher, and their amazing and very personality-filled rescue mutt named Hazel Harper. Welcome again.
1: Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan of uh, this podcast. It has gotten me through a very unusual time in our lives, and I have grown to uh, need it. It's sort of one of those chicken soup moments. So it's nice to join you, and uh, I love your co-host as well.
0: Good. Yes. Stephanie is going to love to tune in to this one as well, just as I tune into hers. So I want to talk a little bit about what I just mentioned in the little bio of Jeff, How did the pandemic, along with the downturn in tourism, lead to an identity evolution for you?
1: Sure. Well, like you said, I had been starting this journey and needing a creative outlet. I was an actor, a professional actor in Orlando, Florida, as well as a long-term Disney cast member and being part of their leadership team. And I found that there was an evolution in self long before crafting. It's not that I didn't love performing and I didn't love the gigs that I was getting, but I was looking for something different. And there was a little obstacle in my uh, career uh, that made me say, Who uh, are you going to be? What are you going to be? And just like uh, what I affectionately call iOS downloads, which our our birthdays are, we get a new download every year. I'm on iOS 46. I'll be iOS 47 next year. And um, on my most recent download, or actually one of my recent downloads, I just didn't love auditioning and performing anymore. I didn't Hmm. love the um, stakes of going out for auditions, the thought of memorization or performing and again, I'm a professional. It's not something that I was uh, scared of or just starting out on. I had a very um, strong career in that, and I was known in the area for uh, being a casting director. Um, so I don't know what happened, but it just it needed something else. And that's when I uh, decided that I was going to turn to YouTube, and uh, my partner bought a silhouette cameo for me. His thought was, stop spending so much money on vinyls to put up for the holidays. Make your own. Little did he know that a couple of YouTube uh, sessions and a couple of Christina Werner and Jennifer McGuire videos later, I would be uh, (laughs) inundated with expenditures uh, that we all spend and getting to know great Um, companies uh, that I would give a lot of money to. So I don't know what Dan was worried about, but I ended up spending a lot more money. But I also found a new identity, and that was to uh, try to introduce myself into the craft community. And I did that through Instagram Lives. Social media in general has really provided me an outlet and a new identity. And when you take something like the craft community, which is so welcoming and connective and supportive, and open. Um, it's just been one of those things where I haven't stopped. So it's been a good evolution, but one that I never saw coming.
0: Wow. There's so much to pick apart from what you said. I have never heard someone talk about birthdays as a new iOS download. And I love it. Yeah, it's so inspiring to think, it's just a new download. You are a new, you are the same body. By the way, Absolutely. your iOS download doesn't look a day over 39. So <laughs> well, your iOS download is doing good. Thanks. And it just, we can we can evolve. It can be a little bit of the same, a little bit of new, all new. I, it It's so inspiring. We don't need to just do what we set out to do. And maybe we've reached the goals. Maybe we have, and we can move on.
1: Sure. You know, for me, I was uh, told that I was going to fear getting iOS 40 or turning 40. And when I turned 40, it felt like a varsity letter or a crown was kind of given to me and a freedom came. And And my mom and my dad had talked about that and how you would, as you get older, uh, worry about things less, become more mm-hmm. confident in who you were and I truly believe that. So for anybody out there listening who is kind of saying, I'm going to be suffering at an identity crisis through their evolution of age, I would say, hold on. It's just going to get better. And uh, so I've really enjoyed uh, my evolution and who I am. And um, I've loved how it's um, kind of connected to the crafting world.
0: Awesome. So I know that, uh, granted, in the you know grand scheme of things, 2020, that's a very fast time to have accomplished what you did. I know you didn't start crafting in 2020. Sure. I'm curious did you ever make it to our big trade shows? Have you ever been to a big scrapbooking? Okay, you have. Okay.
1: It was one of the last things I did, Jessica. It was so, it's so stuck in my memory. And I'm sorry that we weren't able to get to know each other. But yes, I was in Phoenix with you ah! at uh, Creativation. I just did the last one prior to the pandemic. Okay. I was a host for the Stamping Village. Okay. And it was the first time where I saw uh, Phoenix. Actually, it was the first time that I saw Creativation, or what some know as CHA. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to be at the trade show, of course. But it was even better to have the moments in the evening, the cocktail dinners, the mm-hmm. connections, the uh, quiet talks on couches with friends. Um, it was it was a very special time, and and while it sadly was one of my last travels prior to pandemic, it was such a memorable one. And I can't believe it's now a year later, but Mm -hmm. um, my work with the stamping village is super important to me. It it is a, it is a um, proof that many companies can come together, help each other and support each other in order to lift each other up in the commerce of what we all do. And uh, it was a great connection to many people who um, I had started to meet through Instagram and who wanted to connect with me.
0: Yeah, that was one of our favorite things that emerged in the industry in the last few years. We were just stunned and we were so thankful and it was such a good representation of what this industry really is. And I'm so thankful that you made it and you got to experience hugs because that industry is all about hugs, as you know, and um, hopefully we'll be together in Florida soon.
1: I hear. You know what? You are, y'all are the one that are telling me all this. You would think as the Orlando resident, I would know this. Um, But you can all come to Orlando, Florida. Look, here's the deal. As you know, I'm a proud, proud leader of Disney Parks and have been doing so for 25 years. Walt Disney World is ready to welcome our guests back. We're doing it safely. We're showing people that there can be magical vacations and there can be an outlet for having a great time and an escapism from such a traumatic time. Um, So, hey. If all of my creative friends want to come to Creativation in Orlando, Florida, Jessica, Jessica Harrington, I'm here for it. I'm <laughs> here for it.
0: I know. I think I might need to somehow make it a family trip as well because we've never done, th- I mean, we live in Arizona, so we've always done Disneyland and Disneyland I r- Resort, really right? want to come and see what that's all about. So we're excited. We're excited. We're
1: ready for the Harringtons. And right. Frankly, now, you know a guy. You now know a guy.
0: I know a guy I know I know the guy to know (laughs) I think you know all right well so okay you've done a lot in the last year and and in in the last few years but something that a lot of people maybe don't know or don't see behind the scenes is that you didn't start your YouTube channel to necessarily educate with your techniques so is that right explain that
1: Sure, sure. Well, first of all, thank you for the nice compliment about being aggressive with Jeff Lindbergh Creates. You know, uh, there is that whole point where you have to kind of uh, figure out what you're going to do. You know, the Walt Disney World Company, as long as as well as many in the hospitality industry, um, had to put some of us on furlough. And I was one of those cast members and and probably I was glad to take a furlough so that my company could uh, take time to rebuild and do it correctly. Uh, But I really wanted to uh, have purpose every day. So Jessica, every morning, I still kept the same leader schedule, the same leader drive, the same iPad, the same notebook systems. And I just said, I am going to reach 10,000 followers on Instagram by the end of this furlough. Now, I didn't, and that's okay. Um, But I also learned how to build a YouTube channel. I learned how to create branding in Canva. I learned how to write scripts. I learned how to do a YouTube channel. And I I learned how to network, and that's what led me to Kenry and Leah Lawson over at Pinkfresh Studio, yes. who I know scrapbook.com loves so much. Good friends. And we, and we love them, we love uh, y'all's connection so much. Uh, and that's how I got this gig with The Craft Hour, which is a show on Pinkfresh Studio's YouTube channel. We'll talk about that in a little while. Mm-hmm. But it led to so much, it was the nature of invention. It was that drive that I needed to create. So thank you for that compliment, because I worked super hard, it was a personal endeavor, and I didn't need 10,000K to do that. Uh, you know, I needed, your moon shot. Yeah. And and yeah. that's fine. And I left it at the moon. And I know that that's still there. But for now, that's where I'm going to leave it. And I'm going to continue to connect. I'm so excited to be working with you all for Cards for Kindness, which we can mm-hmm. talk about in a few minutes. I'm making my scrapbook.com premiere. Yes. Um, but uh, so the nature of the question is at its heart that I was driving because I had to. It was a yeah. perseverance that I needed.
0: Yeah. And I love, I love the, just the connection that you're about You're you're like, Hey, I'm a learner too. I'm, I'm learning. I'm evolving. I'm maybe I'm going to change my style tomorrow. I'm, it's not about that for you, you know?
1: Right. And it's been, it's been great.
0: So tell me a little bit about that pink, fresh craft hour and what people can expect.
1: Sure. So, um, you were asking earlier about you're not into the education and I'm really not, you know, I'm the most well-known unknown out there. And frankly, (laughs) some people don't even uh, look at my makes and think, well, that's not really hard. You know, you didn't do anything. I'm known for clean and simple. I'm definitely anti-critter. I've joined a a club for that. (laughs) Oh, Um, wow. It has its place. It definitely has its place. I'm just saying it's not for me. Uh, But in any case, uh, I just decided what I'll do is I'll learn with everybody else. We're all learning. So why why don't I have the craft industry's best teach me? Yeah. And so I decided to do craft cocktails where I would have guests come on, interact, get to know my audience, and get to know themselves on camera versus just their hands out on a desktop. And so what we decided and what Kennery and Leah really wanted out of the craft hour was a way for me to interact, have pop culture chat, interactive personality driven conversations beyond the creative building of a Pinkfresh product Mm -hmm. with the designers that are known for their art form. And I got to tell you along the way, I've learned a lot, too. But um, every other Saturday, I have the pleasure at 12 noon of taking some of the crafting uh, industry's best Hosting them on a show, a little Ryan Seacrest, a little gluing and papering, and before you know it, we have a card at the end of the day, and it's been it's been a great uh, show for us and doing very well, um, and mm-hmm. it's slowly building a really core audience. Uh, Pinkfresh Studio is growing their YouTube channel because of it, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been a real it's been a real thrill.
0: Awesome. So we have to talk about this anti-critter. So I know that there are lots of current trends of cute critters, floral designs, and some people love it. It's not your jam. I hear that. So what is your current style?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, I have to say Pinkfresh Studio definitely has an array of floral and patterned um, paper-driven uh, products. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're known for that. And I can make with those. In fact, floral is okay. I'm in the floral department. Okay. I can head over there. Um, I'm just not into Copic critter coloring, and okay. I'm not into oversaturating cards with a bunch of things thrown at it. I'm a clean and simple guy. In fact, my my big huge passion is for more um, makers. Perhaps our friends at our design team for Scrapbook.com can help mm-hmm. us with this. Mm-hmm. Fat and chunky sentiment die cuts. That's all I need. Just one word. Our friends over at Avery Elle are doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just one large print letter, not thin, not delicate. I want a large printout. And so um, actually um, the make that I made for you all, I used your amazing 52 piece alpha die set, which Mm -hmm. has those uh, beautiful letters um, because you can make your own sentiment. So I did. Um, But yeah, I'm just not into the critter. And I think that that's really one of the heart of Dude's craft too, that I wanted to share is that uh, I need the industry in general to remember that the audience is growing. And I need for them to be brave enough to uh, say we don't have to do all uh, flowery, feminine, florally things. And I don't mm-hmm. need them to be a wrench, though. I don't need, no, a, I don't need a toolbox and a, and a, and a gear shaft. And a I, need, uh, I need to expand our horizons a little okay. bit more.
0: So let's talk about this dudes craft too. So it's hashtag dudes craft two. Tell me, tell me, tell me, did you actually start this?
1: I can't take credit for a hashtag because as you know, we can't copyright one. But if I could, I would. Because okay. Jessica, I think I coined the phrase altogether and put it out there. I will say it's a very popular hashtag now. Thousands. So my fellow dude, yeah, my fellow dude crafters are all joined in. They always use it at the tag of their comments. Um, I will say that I made it popular, but since okay. we can't own hashtags. Um, but all I'm saying is if, if you're making products that say dudes craft two, I don't need money. I just need, I just need a t-shirt. If you're making a t-shirt with dudes craft two, just send me one extra Something. large, please. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. it. It is. It's thousands strong. And it have you, have you gotten a lot of connections from this and because of this?
1: Sure. Okay. I have. And I have loved finding it's like Easter eggs. I will tell you when I find that there is a crafter out there who is male because this is the thing about us crafters. Not everybody is down with showing their face. You know what right. I mean like Jessica if it wasn't for your publicity photo I wouldn't have known what you look like you know what I mean but your your products are out there your makes are out there and mm-hmm. so is many crafters who are members of the scrapbook.com family mm-hmm. but I show my face that's part of my personality yep. that's the actor in me coming out uh, so what I was trying to do was trying to connect uh, dudes, to also show their face and really start teaching companies that were out there. Right. So while I can't get everybody to show their face and connect on YouTube, I can connect them through hashtag dancecraft yes. too.
0: I love that you call it an Easter egg because when I feel like I've discovered another one, but they've mm-hmm. been around. It's not that they just started; sure. they were there. And I discovered, I'm like, oh, another one, another one, another one, another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining men. I love it. Sure. Um, so, okay. I want to go a little bit, a flip side of that. So you and other men in the industry, I have heard this often get negative comments and I don't know what the quote is, but it's something like, I don't know why you think you have something to offer. You're only popular because you're a man.
1: Totally happened. It totally happened. It was very humbling. I left it on my YouTube for that reason. I wanted to leave it as a humbling moniker. And I actually am not afraid to think about that person's sentiment. I'm frustrated that they chose to troll me by using Callie Person's name. She's a maker that uh, is out in the industry and such a positive, supportive, delightful person. And they used her name and then made the comment under mm. that pseudonym or they ghost wrote okay. under that name. Um, but they they said the sentiment that you just shared with the audience. And I have to tell you, it's true. And I'm okay with that. I got attention because people went on vacation to Walt Disney World. I got attention because I shook hands, have confidence, and put my name out there. I got attention also because I tagged companies and started Mm -hmm. to buy from companies and did the things that I would recommend to anybody who wants to uh, make their name in the craft world or this design team or influencer space. Mm -hmm. But I did take that comment and think to myself, you're right, I am a unicorn. And I probably am not making things that are revolutionizing paper crafting. But what I am doing is I'm adding a personality and a spirit about it and putting that as part of my brand. My connection with my partner, my life at mm-hmm. Walt Disney World, my residency in Orlando, my amazing dog, Hazel Harper, who I featured just as much on my Instagram. That's all part and parcel to what Jeff Lindbergh Creates is. And so if your make is better than mine, great. I can't wait to learn from you. Um, but I'm offering something different. And a little bit of it has to do with me being a male. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I love that you own it and there's all the extra, you know what I mean? And when I think about you know you, who you are and the success that you've achieved and who you are currently at this upper level and how you started from scratch and made your own little goals and, and okay, I'm going to do this. Was that, is that something that came naturally to you because you've been there done? Is that, do you evolve like this often where you're like, I'm going to start at the beginning. Cause I don't know about this, that, or the other, and I'm going to work my way up. Was that scary? Sure. Is that common for you?
1: Well, I will say that if you uh, work for Disney uh, Parks, it is not uncommon. Disney kind of teaches you to have that ability to start with nothing and build to the persona and professional that you need to be. And I've had 25 years of advanced studies with uh, Disney Parks, Um, but they teach you how to really master the unknown. Um, We do so much that no other company can do. Um, So I hope that I'm just a disciple of a really great Mm -hmm. uh, career and it just served me well as I built uh, Jeff Lindberg creates and it's still building and it's still evolving and it's a little bit distracted for lack of a better word because my focus is back on my career, but it's also um, not too distracted because I'm yielding great relationships with amazing companies um, and doing my thing on the weekends where I Mm -hmm. can. And at the end of the day, let's remind ourselves crafting when done right can be a beautiful therapy to your mind and what it can release and what it can bring about of change when you're having problems. And so for me, it is my bowling league. It is my um, Mm -hmm. running five miles after work. Um, I have time for those things as well, but the craft studio is a way to have an outlet um, I am learning the the thoughts of deadlines and working for companies and having yes. uh, things that are due. Um, but again, the discipline is in the beauty of it.
0: Awesome, yeah. We, we all have, you know, our day. We all have our hobbies, and if and it is proven that it is it is one hundred percent therapy and good for the soul. That's right. So let's let's talk crafting products. What Now, I'm not going to hold you to this because you could change your mind tomorrow, but what is your current go-to crafting products right now?
1: Well, first of all, a little shout out to you and your Christmas list programming that you did. I have to say that I bought some things. I'm just saying you did a good job of helping me uh, find (laughs) some of my favorites. First of all, I can't uh, shout from the rooftops enough. We all need to buy the Cadillac known as Tim Holtz tonic scissors, Okay. Okay they will change your life. They're fantastic. You don't think that you need them because you already have your scissors that you brought from your local brick and mortar, but you need to get Tim Holtz's scissors. And Jessica is showing me hers right now.
0: They're my work scissors in my office desk. Well, I work at scrapbook.com, but yeah. So,
1: I mean, it's, it's part and parcel too, (laughs) but I would say, uh, when you cut with them for the first time, amazing. My next is Brutus Monroe Embossing Powders. They are fantastic. First of all, they heat up exceptionally well, but when you have um, the uh, silvers, the golds, the metallic pennies, unbelievable. So I would okay. definitely say that. Next up would be Concord & Ninth Color Collection first of all their paper and their inks unbelievable array of colors and then of course I'm I'm a pink fresh guy so i've got to say the inks from pink fresh studio i just love the fact that they're quadrants of 4 the shades are there it's very easy jessica i can't pick colors really well and i got to <laughs> tell you that concord and ninth and pink fresh studio made it pretty simple for the layman
0: Good, good. Okay. So I didn't ask you this question before, but so you said it you said it earlier and we talked about cards and cards for kindness. And you're like, okay, I like clean and simple. If I could just have a big chunky die kit, if I and it doesn't even be a specific thing, just ingredients. So if you had four things to make the perfect card, what is it? So you already said one of them is just a big chunky die, but what else makes your Jeff Lindbergh perfect card?
1: Sure unbelievable sentiment that has some type of strong wordage. So that's it. One, two, a great sturdy cardstock. And I'm going to need for you to build the backbone of that cardstock. I don't need a floppy cardstock. I need one that's going to stand up on its own. Three, you need to dimensionalize. As my good friend, Laura Basson says, dimension is life. You need to be able to have a little bit of lift, a little bit of that um, shadow. That shadow play is pretty important. And four, color. You got to bring in color somehow. The All ID right. That,
0: yes. That's the Jeff Lindbergh card and, in, in yeah. any insert any brand and any like style, but that's the Jeff Lindbergh car style. I like
1: that. I'm just okay. saying I I want to check out my cards for kindness okay. um, card and you'll see that's a perfect Jeff Lindbergh card.
0: Okay. Awesome. So a question I, it's a two part question. I love to ask this for everyone. It's one of our favorite things. We actually tie this into our cultural orientation for new colleagues at scrapbook.com as well. It is what is the most meaningful handmade project you've ever created? So this might be something you gave to someone, you might still have it. What is that?
1: Sure. So um, I'm madly in love with a guy named Dan. And back back in the day, he was doing people to people student ambassador programs. And that's where they would take middle and high school students around the world and chaperone them. And it was new in our relationship. And we were in that fledgling stage of showing each other that we were going to be connected even during long term separation, like his big trips uh, across the world. And I decided even really before I was a crafter, I mean, I was just an actor, I had to really think about how to do this, that during the 55 days that he was going to be away, I would have some type of package or letter or sentiment for him to open. 55 different love letters, if you will. Oh, wow. So um, I went to classic brick and mortar, probably a Joann's or a Michael's and Mm -hmm. i created 55 different packets and the packets had to be small they had to be able to be in a book bag if you will so they weren't thick but i would rip up puzzle books so some days it would just be a puzzle with a great little love note or some days it would be a long passionate letter about what i miss and what i do and uh what i need from him Mm -hmm. while he's away and it you know was a little bit of a time ago so we don't have the instantaneous technologically Sound way of connecting with each other, so it meant so much, and uh, we keep it in a box that uh, comes out in a little mailbox that we display. And Valentine's Day, as part of our home decor here, oh. and it always is uh, seated inside of that um, that uh, mailbox for Valentine's.
0: How wonderful is that that you have been together long enough that you were forced to have something physical to share with each other because that is one, you really have to think outside of the box now to think I'm going to go analog and and do this, but that was it. And now you have this wonderful physical thing that you can touch 55. Um, It's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. Now you both can share them. Okay. So then the opposite of that, what is the most meaningful handmade gift that you have received and do you still have it?
1: I do. I have several of them. They are um, molds, Santa molds, uh, that my mom fell in love with when uh, she was going through a rather difficult time of um, departing her life with my, um, with my father. So they were divorcing. Mm-hmm. And she and a best friend would gather around the kitchen table in our old residence when I was in college and high school, and she would um, paint. And she was never known as a painter. She wasn't our local crafter. She didn't teach me crafting growing up. Um, She was an administrative executive at NASA Langley in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Uh, So what she needed is that very key thing you and I just talked about, the therapy of painting those beautiful Santa molds. And Jessica, the work that she did is so unbelievably strong. The eyes that she made Santas have, the colors of his different suits, the creativity of the toys and coloration of those toys, Um, she really put her uh, mental mindset into making the magic of those Santas. And so I have them displayed uh, through the house uh, during Christmas. I wish that she would get back into it, frankly. Uh, She is definitely uh, mentions it. She would love to get back to it, but she's never come back around to doing them. So Mm -hmm. they are sort of marked in time, something (laughs) that she was going through. They're so special to me.
0: So I have a question, Jeff, are you feeling comfortable to take a snapshot of at least the gatherings of the 55 love notes and then one of these Santa molds so we can add them in our show notes?
1: Sure. Okay.
0: I I can't picture what the Santa molds look like. So I want to see. Sure. Okay. All right. So this is a question that I do this. So you got to go with me. I don't, I don't, I sometimes have questions that we didn't get to talk about ahead of time. So at the end of twenty twenty one you know, December 31st, when looking back at this year, what will have happened that you will feel I accomplished my creative goals this year?
1: Well, I promised myself that I would pick up a mantra that I had a couple of years ago because we so uh, need it. You know, you can definitely spend your days in 2020 and 2021 reflecting on the negative. And no matter what your political affiliation is, you can really sit in the worry of where the pandemic is going, where you as a person is going, where hope is. And so I decided to pick up a mantra and change it a little bit. I used to um, I think it was two years ago, my brand was Echo the Positive. So what I was trying to do there was to say, if somebody gave you something, a compliment. So if Jessica said, um, we've been looking forward to having you on the podcast, I would not just go, oh, well, they, they must have not had a lot of people um, sign up. So they're just picking me to fill a calendar space. Instead, I should say, oh my goodness, how strange that this podcast that you've been leaning on during the pandemic has now connected with you via Pink Fresh Studio and you now are on the podcast, echoing back what Jessica and the creative leadership team at, at Scrapbook asked of me. Mm-hmm. So what I've decided to do is pick that up again because I think it's time to go back to that. So I've been trying to echo the positive. So instead of reflecting in the negative, the worry, the space of wherever we were headed politically, pandemic, uh, what it was like to have a hospitality career kind of uh, in shambles. And instead, why don't I get excited about rebuilding it? Why don't I get excited about reshaping who I am as a creator? Why don't I get excited about the fact that, oh my goodness, I now work at Pink Fresh Studio as one of their brand ambassadors? echo the positive. It's done so well for me. So Jessica, I hope 11 months later, I guess we're mm-hmm. 10 months now, mm-hmm. that I'll be able to say, friend, I spent 10 months echoing the positive and it did me well.
0: That's an amazing thing to leave with our listeners and for you to even leave with me in this moment. And it's ah. so, 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 so true. And it th- I couldn't sum up the rest of uh, this podcast more beautifully. So thank you for sharing that with us. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff, for being here today. And we actually will look forward to having you again in the future. We love having repeat guests. So we would love to talk with Jeff Lindbergh at a future date on the Life Handmade podcast.
1: Sounds good. You know, I'm obsessed, right? I've been obsessed with this podcast. I've gotten so used to you to saying goodbye to me that I, I had a request. Yes. I had a request that I get to read the outro. Really? Yes. You two do such a good job. Well, I'm just saying, Jessica, I'm a bit obsessed with it. It's become, again, the, the little comforting blanket during the pandemic. I would like to give you a break. And if you will let me, I'm totally wanting to read the outro.
0: Okay. First ever guest taking us, taking us out. Go Jeff Lindberg.
1: So here we go. If you want to know more about the items we discussed today, visit our show notes at scrapbook.com podcast. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast. It will help other crafters like you to find it. In fact, this one is from Glow P85, who says, I've been really enjoying the podcast and the interviews with my favorite artists and crafters of this industry. I love to get to know them a little bit better. And as soon as they finish listening, I'm inspired to create and work on my crafts. Thanks so much for the wonderful episodes, scrapbook.com, and please keep them coming. Cheers from Bolivia. That's awesome. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You can also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery, and you can even take free online classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade Podcast in your favorite app, and enjoy our other episodes, because happiness is life handmade. I of eccentric faces. Pieces of